Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday morning. It is the 8th day of October 2023, your date 1082023. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 107.1 FM in your gaming capital. And, of course, we cover the world on our many different platforms of streaming to get to you wherever you may be, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhones or your Androids with your KSHP app that you put on your devices so you can hear us now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, simply put however, wherever, whenever. Welcome to the uh, Sunday edition of the Race Day Show. It is a beautiful day in our neighborhood with 12 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time here in Las Vegas. We are already sitting at 72 degrees. This is not your typical fall weather. Usually this time it get, it's crisp out, you know, in the morning. You can, like, wear long sleeve shirt. You better roll them up this morning. 72 degrees, going to get up to 93. That's the way it's going to be for the rest of the uh, next couple of days here in Vegas. Beautiful weather, but you know it's always fast, firm, and perfect in the race and sports books. And, of course, with all the NFL action, week number five underway in the sports books and all of the great Breeders' Cup winning, you're in March to the championship of our sport, the Breeders' Cup, which will happen. Yes, count, we're counting it down, 26 days to go. And this, of course, we're going to wind up the Fall Stars Weekend in our sport with the final three Breeders' Cup win and your in races today. For the two-year-olds, the Futurity at uh, Aqueduct. For the two-year-olds at Keeneland on the turf, the Bourbon. And for the older filly and mares, for the distaff, the spinster at Keeneland. All three, the final three Breeders' Cup winning your in races. And what a weekend it's been so far. We'll get to that in just a moment. Also today, a big day of racing at Woodbine. Oh, my. You have the $750,000 Canadian International, a grade one on the turf. You've got the $750,000 E.P. Taylor, a grade one on the turf. The Neartic, a grade two on the turf, and the Algonquin, 
as well. We're going to have uh, Gino Buccolo on just a few moments to go over those races for us at Woodbine. A great, great weekend that we're wrapping up today. And then we start with our preliminaries for the Breeders' Cup, watching all those horses make their way to Southern California, start training on the track. How's, how are they doing? Who's doing well? Who isn't doing well? And, of course, the late defections and all that stuff as we count down day by day and then hour by hour until the Breeders' Cup on November 3rd and 4th. Friday, November 3rd will be the two-year-olds, and right after that first day of the two-day championship is over, we'll be doing our annual Breeders' Cup seminar at the South Point in the Grandview Lounge, adjacent to the book, with John Lindo and Jonathan Hardoon. And then the next day, the big day, Saturday, November 4th, we'll be up in the big, huge ballroom doing the uh, play-in, the great championship day of racing, the Breeders' Cup, and all the other amenities that go with it, like uh, food, beverage, uh, you know, uh, deals, and and a big bank of betting windows and huge big screens in the ballroom at the South Point on Saturday, November 4th. Come join us, me, John, and Jonathan, for the entire weekend, starting on February, I'm starting, sorry, February, starting on Friday. November 3rd. Be good stuff. And we continue to continue to count down. All right. So what happened yesterday? All those Breeders' Cup winning the Ren races. Well, we'll start off with Keeneland. They had five stakes races yesterday at Keeneland, and four of them were Breeders' Cup winning the Rens. Setting the table was the Woodford Stakes at five and a half furlongs. The winner there was Arzak. And if you remember, if you were listening on Friday, I asked Jonathan Hardoon to go over some of the races, the Breeders' Cup winning and written races, Thursday and Friday, because we didn't have them over the weekend live. And when we got to this race, the Woodford, Jonathan said he loves, he likes Arzak. It was one of his key plays on his sheet, his top pick on his sheet, and a winner of the Woodford under Joel Rosario for Mike Trambetta. Trambetta, I should say. And paid $25.66 for the win. Way to go, Jonathan. Yeah, picked that horse on Friday. Our shot was second. Beer Can Man was third. In the first of the four Breeders' Cup winning your in races, the third by Club of America, the winner was Ugiri. In a gutty battle with Wicked Halo all through the stretch, I believe Flavian Pratt made the difference. He had something saved, got headed by Wicked Halo, came back, and won the race in a photo finish, a driving photo finish, for Rudolph Brissett. You, Gary, paid $5.76, outrunning Wicked Halo and Last Leaf. A great renewal of the Thoroughbred Club of America. Then we went to the First Lady at a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up. The winner there was Gina Romantica, a solid win coming from way out of it. Gina Romantica, Tyler Gaff-Leon for Chad Brown. Second was uh, uh, in Italian, and of course in Italian, also trained by Chad Brown, but her stablemate ran her down to get the win. In Italian, the two to five favorite got beat, but Chad Brown was in the winner's circle anyhow. Twenty five dollars and two cents was the win there. Oh yeah, the bigger price of the Chad Brown got it done. Evie's Jet finished third in the Breeders' Futurity for two year olds at a mile and sixteenth. The winner there was locked who was wide 
all the way around the racetrack and still had enough to win. The Todd Pletcher trainee, ridden by Jose Ortiz, paid $3.52, outrunning the wine steward. The wine steward gave a good battle, but couldn't match strides. And uh, Generous Tipper was third. And finally, in the $1 million grade one, Turf Mile, a Breeders' Cup winner in, at a mile on the turf. Up to the mark, wins the race, Jose Ortiz. Up to the mark, Ortiz followed Master of the Seas, the race favorite, through the stretch, and then ran him down in the final strides. Up to the mark, Todd Pletcher trainee, the second victory in a row in Breeders' Cup winning your in races for Pletcher and Ortiz yesterday, paid $6.58. Master of the Seas was second, and set piece was third, and that's how it went yesterday at Keeneland. Big wins by all of the participants at Keeneland. Then we went to Aqueduct, the Big A. Oh, it was raining. It was tow. The weather was so bad at Aqueduct. Just the rain kept coming down, and the track was sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. In the Waya, the winner there was McCulloch, Chad Brown, Ired Ortiz, $2.80 as the big favorite. And uh, Ideal Generation finished second. Sister O'Toole was third. Then we get to the Joe Hirsch Turf Classic. This <laughs> this is the third time they tried to run this race, and they had to run it on the main track. Or so, I don't know. Wait a minute. that, that, that might have stayed on the turf. In any case, the winner there was Warlike Goddess. She got the job done. Junior Alvarado for Bill Mott. Warlike Goddess paid nine sixty, outrunning Soldier Rising and so high. In the frisette for two-year-old fillies at a mile on the sloppy main, the winner there was just FYI, just FYI, Junior Alvarado for Bill Mott. So they won back-to-back races. The second one, the frisette, a Breeders' Cup win in your end, however. 11.60 there. That was Alvarado's third win of the day in the first five races, by the way. Central Avenue was second. Life Talk was third. In the Belmont Turf Sprint on the main track at six furlongs, today's Flavor wins for Javier Castellano and George Weaver. 480 there, outrunning the White Duke and Wit. In the Champagne at a mile for two year olds on the Sloppy Main, a Breeders' Cup win in your win. The winner there in a solid effort was Timberlake for Brad Cox and Florent Garot paying 1180. General Partner was second, Dancing Groom was third. The Jockey Club Derby Invitational. Rescheduled on the main track at a mile and a quarter, won by Lost Ark. Kendrick Carmoose, nine seventy, nine dollars and seventy cents there. Classic Catch was second. Fearless Soldier was third. <laughs> Trainer Todd Pletcher trained the first, second, and third place finishers. He swept the board in the trifecta, the Pletcher trifecta in the Jockey Club Derby Invitational. And that was yesterday at Aqueduct. Chad Brown had a couple of winners. I read Ortiz had a couple of winners. But uh, it was uh, Todd Pletcher, Bill Mott, the uh, highlight uh, trainers of the day there. And uh, Junior Alvarado getting three wins on the day at Aqueduct yesterday in the pouring rain. Today at Aqueduct, they already said everybody's off the turf. So what we have today at Aqueduct is this. Races 5, 7, and 8 are off the turf on the main track. The track is labeled good because all the weather is now gone in New York. It is going to be sunny and 61 degrees at post time. 
for today's races at Aqueduct. Wrapping it up at Santa Anita. Earlier in the day, the chandelier for two-year-old fillies, the Breeders' Cup winning your in, won by Chateles, Mark Glatt, and Antonio Fresu, paying $8.20, outrunning Scalable and Dua. In the speakeasy, five furlongs on the turf for two-year-olds. The winner there was Slider, solid winner for John Sadler and Mr. Barrios. Hector Barrios there, second winner of the day for him so far in the first four races. Paid three eighty. Dark Vintage was second. April Vintage was third. And then we got to the uh, Breeders' Cup winning your in Rodeo Drive. Eighth race on the card, a mile and a quarter on the turf with Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up. In the winner, uh, the winner there was Didia. Didia with Vincent Charminade aboard for Inglesio Carreras the fourth. Paying four twenty, outrunning Anaset and Juncture, and in the American Pharaoh, a Breeders' Cup winning your in for two year olds at a mile and one sixteenth. The winner there was Muth. They made a big deal out of pronouncing it that way. Muth. Juan Hernandez aboard on the Bob Baffert trainee. The big favorite paid two eighty, outrunning Wind Me Up and See uh, You, who finished third. Baffert. Trained to first and second place winishers in that race. I want to thank John Lindo for his winner in the sixth race, a maiden race for two-year-olds. Stay Hot won that for uh, you players out there. Frey Sue's second win of the day, paying seven eighty. so thank you very much, John. The highest-priced winner of the day of the ten races yesterday at Santa Anita, two of them tied as the highest-priced winners, paying $8.20 to win. That was the highest priced winners of the day at Santa Anita. And if you're interested in uh, the $1 minimum wager, the uh, pick six challenge bet, three races at Keeneland and three races at uh, Santa Anita. Again, repeating the winners. Ugiri, $5.76. Chattelus, $8.20. Locked, $3.52. Up to the mark, six dollars fifty-eight cents. Didia four twenty, and Muth two eighty. Yeah, dollar minimum wager. Pick six paid three hundred forty-two dollars eight cents. Five out of six, eight dollars and forty cents. Thank you very much. We had one more Breeders' Cup winning your in race yesterday. It was at Gulfstream Park, the Princess Rooney Invitational, and the Princess Rooney Invitational was won by three witches. Lionel Reyes aboard, paying twenty-two forty for Safi Joseph Jr. Mary Quite Contrae was second. Our Adios Jersey was third, and that's how your Breeders' Cup winning your win races ran yesterday. One final note in the Durham Cup at Woodbine, the winner there was Artie Storm at thirteen eighty, outrunning Algiers and Wolfie's Dynaghost for Emma J. Wilson. All right, big day though today. We got to get started. Look, we have uh, Gino coming on for Woodbine. And, of course, we have Rich Chang, John Leto, and Jerry J. Jonathan Hardoon's picks. And we still have Ernie Perry's clocker picks as well coming up from Woodbine. So we're just getting cranking on the second day of this Stars Weekend, as they say. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. There are only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Let's get right to the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and Racetracks around the country. We remind you, as we always do, First post times on this racing menu each and every day are that of the Pacific time zone. If you're not in it, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. And we welcome, as we did at the beginning of the show, all of you listening out there, however, wherever, whenever you get us, those in the not Pacific time zone, adjust to it. All righty. Huh? Yeah. First post times... Pacific, and these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. Here in Las Vegas, we are in the Pacific time zone. We begin with Laurel Park. Uh, now, Laurel Park has a uh, first post time with a pick six jackpot carryover of $1,207 for 10 races at 925 925 at Laurel. Aqueduct, the big A. Belmont at the big A. They're off the turf today. We've got four stakes races, however. The third race is the Bell Dame. Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. Just four go in the race. The one-to-two favorite, the big favorite, is randomized with Joel Rosario. The fifth race. Now on the main track from the turf is the Futurity for two-year-olds at six furlongs. On the main track, not the turf. It is a Breeders' Cup winning your in-race. Scratch the two, please advise. Scratch the three, Lamorna. 
and scratch the seven, Apollo 10. From the eight horses, it leaves now six to go in the Futurity. With the Breeders' Cup winning, you're in at uh, stake. And the favorite in the race will be readjusted. It should be Bookham Dano with Jose Ortiz. Later on, the Noble Damsel. Transferred to the main track from a mile on the inner turf. Main track now, Phillies and Mares three rolls and up. There was a field of nine. They have seven scratches. Scratch numbers two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. It's a match race between Jerry Mander and Sunset Louise in the Noble Damsel for $150,000. Then the grade three matron for two-year-old fillies at six furlongs off the turf, now on the main. Here's your scratches. Scratch numbers 2, 5, 8, 11, and 12. Out of the 12 horse field, five are scratched. That'll leave seven to go in the decimated matron. With now the favorite, probably, probably going to Sugar High. Wow. Yeah, they have been decimated at Aqueduct today. First post time for their nine races, and what's left of the four stakes races is at 9.35. 9.35 at the Big A today. Sloppy. I mean, uh, the track is clear. It's beautiful out. Track is starting off in good. No turf. That's the deal. All right, Gulfstream Park has nine races. Their first post time is 9.50. They're, uh, they've got a super high five carryover of $4,056 at uh, Gulfstream Park today. First post time, 9.50. Keeneland, 10 races, three stakes races. They are the Indian Summer for two-year-olds at five and a half furlongs on the turf. That's the eighth race on the card. The favorite there at three to one is Admissed Waves with John Velasquez aboard. The ninth race is the Spinster, Spinster, I should say, the Spinster at a mile and one-eighth for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. It's a Breeders' Cup win and you're in. Scratch the six, Misty Bay. Uh, that'll leave a field of six. The big favorite, six to five, is Nest. The big second choice at seven to five is Idiomatic, so it looks like a throwdown between these two and the Spinster. And then the tenth and final race is the Bourbon for Tyrols at a mile and sixteenth on the turf. A Breeders' Cup winning you're in as well. In this race, scratch the also eligibles 13, 14, and 15. A field, a full field of 12 going a mile and 16th on the turf. And a wide open event it is. Three to one favorite there is noted with Ired Ortiz Jr. Ten races today at Keeneland. First post time is at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. at Keeneland today. All right. Woodbine is next. Big day of racing at Woodbine. Gino standing by. 11 races today. Four stakes races. They are... The Algonquin at five furlongs on the turf for two-year-olds is the sixth. Eight to five favorite there is Pippet. Then the grade one E.P. Taylor on the turf at a mile and a quarter is the seventh race on the card. Ten go to the post in this one. And the five to two favorite there is Mora. You remember her. Yeah, from last year, the Canadian Horse of the Year. All right, then we have the Canadian International. A grade one for $750,000, also at a mile and a quarter on the turf for three-year-olds and up. Eight go to the post on this one. Nation's Pride is the even-money favorite with William Buick aboard. 
And then the grade two Nearctic. At six furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up is the 10th race on the card. Overflow field of 13, wide open affair, big invasion is the three to one favorite there with Dylan Davis aboard. 11 races today at Woodbine. 11 at Woodbine today. You have a pick six jackpot carryover, 9,526 bucks. That at Woodbine today. Their super high five jackpot carryover, $19,842. Big day of racing, 11 races, set to go. First post at 10.15 Pacific. Sentry Downs has 11 races. Their first post time is 11.45. Super high five jackpot carryover, 470 bucks. Then next comes Santa Anita. 10 races today, two stakes races. They are the grade three Zuma Beach for two-year-olds at a mile on the turf. Scratch the five Rothschild. That'll leave a field of eight. Nine to five favorite is endlessly with Juan Hernandez. And then a couple of races later is the Surfer Girl for two-year-old fillies at a mile on the turf. That's the eighth race on the card. Ten go to the post before any scratches. It's a wide-open affair, too. The three-to-one favorite there is Flattery, again, with Juan Hernandez aboard. Ten races at Santa Anita today in a first post time of 12.30. Northern California Racing Fairs at Fresno. Season pick six jackpot carryover, 7,514. Eight races, first post time, 145. And then tonight at Los Alamitos. Oh, yeah. 6 p.m. first post time. It is trials night at Los Al. 13 quarter horse races for two-year-olds. Two-year-old trials at 400 yards. That's what's happening tonight at Los Al with a first post time of 6 p.m. And that'd be it. Their pick six carryover, by the way, tonight at Los Alamitos, $13,602 if you happen to be a quarter horse aficionado. All right, now it's time to go uh, to uh, Gino Buccolo standing by for a report on Woodbine. Gino, good morning. Oh, well, good morning, Ralph. Big day up at Woodbine. So as of now, they've listed that races two and four will be off the turf. Oh. I just uh, spoke. Uh, just spoke with Jeff Bratt from up at Woodbine, and the rest of the races, the big ones, will still be on the grass as of now. So a lot of those stakes races are listed as good turf courses. All right. And again, which two races are off the turf, the early ones? The... Races two and four. Yeah. So we'll hopefully, fingers crossed, as of right now, they're still trying to get all the big races on the grass. So that would be the sixth, the seventh, the ninth, our big stakes races today. So fingers crossed, our focus now, starting in race six, we should still all be on the grass. So the second, which is on the uh, on the main track from the turf, and the fourth on the main track from the turf, yet the first and third stay on the turf? Right now, we're, we're two and four are off. I think that's having to do with the particular turf course that okay. we're on because right. of the multiple turf courses out there. So two and four right now off. Uh, both turf courses listed as good. Those are your only changes as of right now. If you ever want to follow along with more, I'll pass them along. If you follow me on social media or on Twitter, uh, it's me, Gino B, all throughout the day if there's any other uh, last-minute changes. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's a good service for our listeners for sure. All right, we got four stakes race to go over. The Algonquin will be the uh, setting the table for the other ones at five furlongs on the turf, sixth race. Yeah, and I really like a horse in here, uh, Ralph. I like the three dancing duchess quite a bit. This filly raced in the Natalma um, in a grade one last time out, and she just had a brutal trip. She was a step slow. She just didn't seem to hit some of the spots early on, and she was down inside. She was fifth, and she just kept getting shuffled all the way back. It was a brutal trip. She never had a shot. What's nice about her, 
She has some speed. She can pass horses. I think you are going to get a much more aggressive ride from her. Expect her to be more forwardly placed in there. I think Dancing Duchess will run very, very well, 6-1 to one on the morning line. All right. Javi Castellano up to ride there as well, the three in the uh, sixth race. And then the seventh race is one of the two big grade ones for $750,000. E.P. Taylor at a mile and a quarter on the turf. This is for the Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. And you mentioned uh, Moira, who was so, so awesome. Moira was your 2022 Canadian Horse of the Year. Yeah. And the first three starts of this year, a little disappointing. She was second in all three of them. Yep. But, wow, did she put it all together in the Canadian stakes. She was a monster winner. She won by six lengths. She earned a 101 buyer speed figure. Ooh. So I think she's the horse to beat in here, no doubt. Let me give you a couple fun prices that we may be able to hook up with her if you want to play any types of exactas or tries, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think the nine, Rocky Sky, very interesting. Rocky Sky is a five-year-old mare who ships in for Chad Brown. She was just under in a few spots but what's nice about her she's got some versatility uh-huh. if they don't go fast she'll go to the lead she can also pass horses rocky sky is 15 to 1 maybe we hook her up with moira in some of the exotics all right and that'd be six moira nine is rocky sky the long shot there the six is uh, the favorite in the ep taylor then we go a couple of races later uh, the other grade one for 750 grand the canadian international in the mile and quarter on the turf for three-year-olds and up this is the 50th anniversary of the great secretariat winning that race that day. No secretariats here, but Nation's Pride is uh, going to be the big favorite in this race with William Buick. This is a very, very nice horse, too, who just comes over from Germany, winning a great one over there. A horse that we remember seeing in the Breeders' Cup turf last year. Had a little bit of trouble. He was your favorite, actually, in the Breeders' Cup turf. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a nice horse. He's the, he's the horse to beat, no doubt about it. But again, you know me, Ralph. We're always going to try to find some value in any way that we can, along with Nation's Pride. Sure. I'm going to look to another of the new faces, Royal Champion to the outside, who ships in. This is a horse who has faced top-tier company. What's nice about him, too, he also has a good tactical running style where he may be able to get the jump on some of the others. He was a very solid third last time out. So I'm going to use the eight Royal Champion along with the heavy favorite there, Nation's Pride, the number four. Okay, that is, of course, uh, the uh, Nation's Pride is the big favorite, the uh, four. And again, you're going to use uh, Royal Champion, the eight. And then uh, the 10th race is the Neartic at six furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up and an overflow field in this one. Oh, this is a fantastic betting race here. Uh, for me, if you're playing any types of exotics, I'm going to need to use a couple. Mm-hmm. Big Invasion's probably the horse to beat. I think Oceanic is a fun price who's super unlucky, deserves some racing luck. Another big price is the two, Ramuda, who you can toss the last one. I think my two favorites in here, though, Ralph, the horses who I'll be using all over, the seven, Lucky Score, who uh, moved up nicely three wide to the lead and tried to hold off the top two, but he just was not quite that good, now cuts back. So the seven all over the place for me, and the one dream shake. I think that last race at Kentucky, we can just put a line right through. So seven and one, and then a bunch of others underneath in probably the toughest race for me to handicap all day. Well, it's a good value race, and if you do connect the notch, you will be rewarded for it. So it's time to spread in the Nearctic, that's for sure. And uh, you gave us quite a few horses, of course, with good prices on them. Ernie Perry's Clocker Report. And he has two picks today at Woodbine. He has a horse in this race, not one of the long shots you mentioned, but he looks at it the same way you do. He thinks this is a race that is going to produce some uh, big prices. And he likes uh, the uh, three-horse Jazz Hands at 20-1, to 1, worked 45.60. 
Uh, usual quick move, he said, uh, swings for the fences here, but he said it's a big price and could hit the board. So he has the same thoughts of you in the 10th race. He likes the three to hit the board at 20 to one. And of course, back in the eighth race, Ernie Perry's second selection, his clock report for today is in the eighth race, number two, Rockefeller at seven to two on the morning line, worked 45.60, usual quick move, swings for the, uh, I'm sorry, 58.40 for Kevin Attard. That's uh, Rockefeller. Uh, 58.40 for Kevin Attard. Has, uh, he's on the comeback trail. He had uh, several fantastic works. And Ernie thinks he's uh, ready to run to his works. And I will tell you, whenever you're looking at the work reports and they tout horses like that that are big prices, mm-hmm. you know what? Flop them in your tickets. Throw them in at least in underneath spots because they are worth it. They know what they're seeing out there. They know how these horses are getting over the course. So I have always take note and I always add in, especially like you mentioned, you just gave us a couple 20 to one shots, I think. So uh, those would be great horses to use in, in a pick five situation or exact as tries underneath spots. Yeah, Rockefeller is seven to two on the morning line, but it looks like a solid horse coming back. And of course, Jazz Hand is in the Nearctic, which you see as uh, Ernie well, sees. And, 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 and yeah, and many other handicappers see as a wide open race. He, he likes the three to hit the board at 20 to one. So we're going to have some a lot of fun today at Woodbine, that's for sure. Gino, I want to thank you so much for giving us a, a quick uh, a thumbnail a look at these uh, races. And uh, for more of what you have to offer, tell them where to go. Yeah, come follow me on Twitter. It's me, Gino V. That's the best place because I always have different podcasts coming out or videos, sometimes uh, daily videos, just showing you how I handicap the races. You can look at with me at the past performances. We watch the replays together. We go through the charts. So you can get inside of my mind. It's a crazy place to be some days, Ralph. <laughs> it's a good place. Have a great weekend, everyone. All I can tell you is horse players do have a crazy look at life. That's for sure. Thanks a lot, Gino. We appreciate it. And uh, let's get everybody around the track nice and safe today. Good luck, everyone. All right. You got it. Uh, Gino Booklow's report for Woodbine and Ernie Perry's Clocker Report all in one, but we got more. Don't go away. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on a busy Sunday race day show. I want to remind everybody, tomorrow Santa Anita has a special uh, a racing car tomorrow on the holiday. Now, it's uh, 
It's a uh, the Columbus and uh, Indigenous Peoples holiday, they call it now. Okay? In any case, it's a holiday. Some people are off. And so uh, they have a special Monday racing card at Santa Anita. We won't have a show, but there will be Monday racing tomorrow at Santa Anita. And this gentleman, along with uh, John Lendo and Jerry J. And Jonathan Ardoon will all have Santa Anita sheets tomorrow, and that is, of course, Rich Ang. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, um, interesting day of racing yesterday, the Breeders' Cup winning your in. I, I got to tell you, you know, you look at all the Breeders' Cup winning your in races, and, uh, man, they were all close to the betting favorites in each and every one of the Breeders' Cup win and your in races which tells us that uh, it's going to be one heck of a Breeders' Cup when all these horses get together. Yeah, and, you know, one thing to get to consider is, you know, a lot of these races are on off tracks. A lot of these races are on soft ground. When they get to Santa Anita, you know, in the first weekend of November, most likely it's going to be fast and firm, so you have to interject, you know, some of those factors into your handicapping. Yep, but uh, all of them performed uh, as expected yesterday, that's for sure, and we have uh, three more to go today. And uh, you have two sheets. You're doing a full handicapping sheet each and every day for Keeneland and a full handicapping sheet, as always, for Southern California at Santa Anita today. So you got two full sheets to go. And uh, before we get started, we'll do a little pigskin before horsehide. Yeah, I went one and one again, Rob. At nine straight uh, Saturdays and Sundays, I've gone one and one. I, I can't get over the hump and go two and oh. But luckily, I haven't gone 0-2 either. So uh, anyway, we're trading money. Uh, as far as a couple of picks from the NFL today, Ralph, uh, first game will be 454. It's the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Houston Texans. And uh, this line is down to minus one and a half. The Falcons are favored. The money's pouring in on Houston. But quite frankly, Ralph, I'm going to take the bookmaker side. I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons minus one and a half. I think this team uh, mirrors the Jets. you got a really fine defense. They have good uh, skill position players, but mm-hmm. the quarterback's position has kind of held them back. But uh, uh, I, I think uh, maybe Ritter makes just enough plays to get over the hump. So 454, Atlanta Falcons is the first play. Okay. And the second play will be the night game, uh, the marquee game of the season so far. It's the Dallas Cowboys against the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the 49ers, 474. You can get minus three and a half out there. I haven't seen any minus threes, but the minus three and a half is enough. I think the key for me is the Cowboys losing their best cornerback, Diggs, a week ago to an knee injury. He's out for the season, and you need all your defensive backs to cover these San Francisco wide receivers. No question about that. You know, I'm sitting here saying uh, you can take this down on, uh, what's this, uh, October the uh, 8th. I really believe that the Super Bowl this year will be between the San Francisco 49ers and the Miami Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins better shore up that defense a little bit. I mean, they'll, they've been able to score. They'll, they'll get it together. To score against them. Yeah, they'll get it together. I know one thing. They're the, I believe they're the fastest team offensively on the field for the NFL, and I think they'll shore up that uh, defense. All right, now time to get to the uh, horse hide uh, at Santa Anita and at uh, Keeneland. And... Uh, where are we going first? Let's go to uh, Keeneland. Race number eight, it's the uh, the Indian Summer. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you a, a horse, Ralph, that I know you uh, like because you love prices. Uh, the number three, Cows, with for Wayne Catalano. He's got an uncoupled entry. The other one is the four, Spongebath. But uh, I like this horse shipping in from Saratoga. 15 to 1 in the Ooh, morning. Oh, yeah. I get that, I'm, I'm willing to take a shot at this animal. Uh, off a nice debut win at Saratoga. When you run at Saratoga, Alvin, 
and win, you beat some really nice horses. So that's my first pick. Number three, cows. 25 win, place two for the ROI. Now, this is a turf race for two-year-olds at five and a half furlongs. And remember, folks, when you get the Saratoga and Del Mar, the big-priced, well-bred two-year-olds go out and run in maiden races. And if this horse won a maiden race at uh, Saratoga, that that means a little bit more than it would be in other places. So in the eighth race, a nice fat 15-to-1. Number three, Cowis. The three in the eighth race at Keeneland. What about Santa Anita? Race nine at six furlongs. Optional claimer 20 for Calbreds. Let's go with the number two. Big novel. Uh, this horse is a dead leg closer. Has not been able to get the job done the last few. But I think the pace scenario really sets up for uh, her closing style today with uh, Juan Hernandez up. 25 win plays, two for the ROI. Number two, big novel in the ninth. All right. We got enough to work with with uh, both football and horse racing. In the ninth race, the two big novel is Rich Ang's play at uh, Santa Anita. Richie, uh, we will uh, talk to you uh, next week. Yeah, we should have a good car to racing uh, tomorrow at Santa Anita and five other tracks. So yes, good and, luck, everybody. and uh, definitely you'll have a sheet for tomorrow at Santa Anita on the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, I'm going to give everybody uh, Jonathan Hardoon's uh, plays right now. And uh, so if you are uh, still got your Santa Anita sheet in front of you, let's do that first. In the ninth race, Jonathan comes with a play. So, as a result of Richie giving us the ninth and Jonathan having the ninth, we've got a Sirocco play brewing here. In the ninth race at Santa Anita, Jonathan likes the 10, Lady Marianne. This horse is 5-1 to one on the morning line. Number 10, Lady Marianne in the ninth. So, Richie has a 5-1 to one on the morning line. Jonathan likes a 5-1 to one on the morning line. The Sirocco play will be an exact box of 2-10. In the ninth race at Santa Anita, Jonathan's play is the 10. Richie's play is the 2. And then we'll go to, um, uh, where are we going next? Oh, Aqueduct. There we go. I see it. Jonathan's play is at Aqueduct. At Aqueduct, Jonathan comes in the fifth race. This is the futurity that was transferred from the turf to the main, but he already knew it was changed, so this is his play. In the fifth race at Aqueduct, he likes the 8, Bookham Dano, with Jose Ortiz aboard the 8, Bookham Dano, in the fifth race, the Futurity today at Aqueduct. Now, Jonathan's got full sheets for Aqueduct, Keeneland, and Santa Anita right now at his websites. And you know what's next. We wrap it up with our closing act of John and Jerry. Don't go away. They'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. 
All right, now we got our closing act of John and Jerry. We're going to go to John first. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Aren't you glad you don't race in New York? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it is, boy, you talk about a, uh, just a tough year. It seems like it rains every Saturday and Sunday back there, and when it, does, it doesn't, they're off the turf anyways because the track has to dry out. Yeah, it's really it decimated the last couple of weeks, and certainly the Breeders' Cup winning your in weekend. I mean, you got one race there. It's not a Breeders' Cup when you're in, but one stakes race there. It's a match race today. Uh, that's really sad. I feel bad for the people back there trying to run the show in New York. All right, but we got a lot of good stuff happening at Keeneland and Santa Anita. And uh, your thoughts? Uh, uh, well, I'm going to have you back, obviously, on Wednesday. We'll talk about what happened over the weekend with all the Breeders' Cup winning your in races. But we got a good cards both at Keeneland and Santa Anita today. And you've got full sheets, Lindo Report sheets, for both Keeneland at Santa Anita and Santa Anita. Keeneland and Santa Anita, they're both at the South Point Racebook, free of charge exclusively there. So uh, what are we doing uh, at uh, Keeneland today? Let's go down to the 10th and final at Keeneland. In the 10th race, number five noted, overcame an impossible trip at Monmouth, five and six wide every step of the way, one on the dirt, he won the sapling, but he won, uh, he broke his maiden on the turf at Saratoga. I think he's a better grass horse anyways, gets back on the turf today. Uh, with any kind of trip, he'll move forward. Our rider tease gets back aboard. Three to one on the morning line. Look for number five noted to improve again, race 10 at uh, Keeneland. All right, and that is, of course, uh that is the uh, Bourbon Stakes, which is a Breeders' Cup winning the Ren for uh, two-year-olds on the turf. And all I can say is I hope he wins as easily as that uh, winner you gave us yesterday at Santa Anita in uh, Stay Hot, who won a, mi- a mile a turf race for two-year-old maidens. I mean, that one was loaded all the way and paid seven eighty. so we thank you for that there. We'll now go to Santa Anita. Uh, go to the 10th and final at Santa Anita as well. Then the last race at Santa Anita, number four, SEAL Team, found uh, one mile a little bit too short at Del Mar last time. He broke his maiden in his previous start going a mile and an eighth. That's the distance today. Uh, he's improving on numbers, and I think he's got a chance to upset the favorite Maltese Falcon here. Seven to two on the program, number four, SEAL Team, race 10, Santa Anita. All right, number four in the 10th race at Santa Anita is uh, John Lindo's play for the race day listeners. Let's wrap up the, the weekend with a winner in the 10th. With the four horse, don't forget, that's tip of the iceberg. Get the rest right now. The John Lindo's full Lindo reports for both Santa Anita and uh, Keeneland right now at the South Point Racebook free of charge. We'll talk to you on Wednesday, John. Yeah, and I'll have a sheet for Keeneland on Wednesday. And you'll have a, a sheet for the special Monday racing tomorrow at Santa Anita, right? Exactly, yeah. Monday, I was Santa Anita, then we all week for Keeneland, and next weekend for Santa Anita when they return. Every Lindo report available free of charge at the South Point Racebook because they love horse players. Thanks a lot, John. All right, good luck today. All right, we're going to wrap it up with Jerry Jackowitz, who will be back with us on Wednesday because I'll bet you he has a lot to say about what he sees over this weekend as we head into the Breeders' Cup. So I have some to say. And uh, wouldn't you agree that uh, Aqueducts just had bad luck this year with their their big racing days and weather and track conditions? Yeah, yeah, and the, certainly no no doubt if it rains every weekend, uh, that's gonna you know it's, you know it's gonna mess it up. But uh, you know, I still feel like um, much more that they don't run on the turf enough. I think that they could take the races off the turf too soon. I've I felt that way for a long, long time. Yeah. I feel that way today. So. They could run if they could run a couple on the races yesterday overnight should have been okay, but we'll see. You All know, right. they're going to be off the turf today, so that's too bad. All right. So what are we doing today? 
Okay, let's go to uh, Aquita. Let's go to the ninth race, Ralph. Oh, uh-huh. I do want to say Warlike Goddess. What a, what a fantastic Oh, come year. on. Isn't she something? Man. She is just incredible. She's the kind of distaff runner we love. Yep, yep. She's a hard knocker. Okay, let's go to the ninth today. Um, let's see where am I here. Let me click over here. Let me Do the click clicking. Go ahead, click, click. Okay, I've clicked up. Okay. Number two, she's awesome. I really like this filly uh, for uh, Steve Claceres. Um She made a little stop in, in uh, at parks and ran a really like a hole in the wind, but really an easy win for her off of a 68-day layoff. Now she ships into Aqua. I think she should come in really fit and ready. Right. She gets Jose up. And uh, at six to one, I think she's all of it. I'll take the two over the one, three, five, and eight. Do my reverses, but the two, she's awesome. That's my featured play in pop out key in race number nine today. Ninth and final at Aqueduct. The two is the key. The link ups one, three, five, and eight in reverse. Two dollar ROI on the two. And at Santa Anita, we'll go to race number four. Uh, Vladdy Seren uh, puts out Zayaret, the one horse, puts up Juan Hernandez mm-hmm. again, and uh, just. I think she's a little faster than these, and I love the move from an outside post to an inside post. And uh, I think all the edges are being put under put put in Juan Hernandez's hands. They're pretty strong at four to one. Okay. I'll take the one over the two, three, six small reverses. The one Zayaret, race number four. Fourth race, Anita. The one is the key. The link ups two, three, six, and reverse. Two dollar ROI on the one in the fourth race at Santa Anita. Don't forget Jerry J's Power Pages for all the races today at Aqueduct and Santa Anita are available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. And we continue to march second minutes, hours, and days. 26 days, one hour, 19 minutes, and 36 seconds counting until the Breeders' Cup. And, uh, well, it'll be a shorter time. We'll be back Wednesday morning, God willing, Crick Don't Rise. For the final time for this day, go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.